What's up, everyone out there? Welcome back. It's Corp Stats, powered by the Mayo Media Net here on YouTube and presented by Jock Market. Download the Daily Fantasy app for free. Use the promo code MMN. They're going to match the first 100 bucks for free. And if it's free, it's for us. All right, everyone. Taco Tuesday. Let's get into it. It's the fastest show in MLB app. Absolutely anywhere. We're down to the last seven shows. We're going to make every single one count. Dropping the hammers, doing the lessons, and all the laser-focused guidance analysis that we do here at Mayo Media Net. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the audio-only pod. If you haven't dropped a review yet, well, that's the best way to get this show back around you know, the bend next year. But for the people that have, thank you so much. That's why I'm going to keep doing the thing that we do into football season. Yes, yes, y'all. And you don't stop, man. I am cranking around the clock. I'm going to be on Mayo's you know, flagship show today, releasing my new, or I should say unveiling, my new betting tool. It is freaking Awesome. It's just a perspective tool, as always. My ideas are just so wonderfully stupid in their simplicity. But hey, man, that's what it's all about, right? Trying to take things that are difficult and making them a little bit better. And I've had a kind of knack for just that. So keep an eye on that. Let's get into this, the fastest show, baby, in the three pillars of profit. We're doing daily DFS jock market. Today, I mined the advanced statistical leaderboard, looking for some post-All-Star break hitter Breakouts for fantasy, and then we're going to do a couple bets. Oh my god, the betting world is just lumping me up. We're going to talk about it in a little bit, but it really has to do with everything, and it has to do with the ball. Get ready, people. We're watching another shift. We had a record low OPS for the American League like 50 years, like literally 20, 25, 30, or 50 years back to, yeah, back to the 70s, I think it was. So we're talking 40 to 50 years just the opposite of what we thought, right? The really kind of crazy, humid, sick, hot weather in August that we thought would be the bouncy ball has been the opposite. The humidor's effect now being standardized. We've seen it kind of flattened again. So it's that's been at the part of it. And it's, it's not making excuses. This just is what it is. And this is what's happened when you're seeing the ball change. Anyone noticing the scores lately? No one. I think one team went over six runs yesterday. Yeah, no joke we've been dropping overs. No joke we've been dropping those F5 team total overs. We have to dial down the model. Think back to the beginning of the season you want to be looking for those heavy sinkers and those ground ball pitchers guys that don't give up a lot of line drives right that being the stuff we're going to go back to a spot where fly balls are good this is crazy building a boat in the middle of the ocean but hey man that's kind of what we're all about just remember please keep that risk really really low i've decelerated my risk down to the minimum in circumstances like this i'm always betting because i do have it predetermined as part of a risk plan which i also recommend but i know not everyone is as disciplined as important as it is be careful if you think you're just playing with like fu money or coffee money after a while, that really does build up. If you have worked at a percentage into a strategy, then you go for it. But remember, I really do, do care about you. And I know when I'm losing, some other people are doing just the same. But I don't want it to break you the way it doesn't break me. That's the most important thing. We're all going to have tough weeks, tough months. The important thing is that you don't lean into the losing and start rocking crazy parlays and throwing your risk out the window. That's not how you do it. I know it can be tough. A lot of times the best idea is to kind of disconnect and take a look at the landscape 
Again, exactly what we're doing. So let's get up into it. It's the Stack Attack brought to you by Jock Market 823. Stack Attack. We got to get in the black, man, and make that rack, baby. Okay, first up, it's the Mariners up there from the Pacific Northwest going up against Fetty Mercury. That's Fetty Wap, Fetty Wash from the Nats. 495 ERA, 155 whip, 773 OPS, the expected ERA, and the Sierra, both north of five, probably, you know, validating that number. Keep it on. On that low OPS, but I think we're going to get to it. 17% K is too low. The 11% walk is too high. A lot of the running themes are what you do get from Fetty is this very high first strike rate, but an extremely low chase rate. So 60 first strike, 27 O swing. And I think that that's going to be the key to today. So Fetty knows he's got to get ahead. So he's basically laying the meatball pitch one. We're going to be looking for the Mariners to be aggressive today. When contact is made against Fetty, it's been pretty rough for him. 45 hard hit north of 22% line drive has equaled that 360 expected WOBA on the year and one and a half home runs per nine. Really the kind of things that we're looking for. Lefties and righties have a minimum 260 BA, minimum 331 WOBA, or well above average. Each have six home runs year to date. But the big power stroke is against lefties. It's that cutter. 39 use, 500 X slug, 14% whiff. Not very good. Way too high on the usage. Again, something that we talk about all the time. Not every pitch is going to be awesome, but when you're noticing that hitters are on these things, you're giving the ability to sit on it. You need to dial back that usage. It's just too high. It's just too high. 39% use is way too high. Pitcher hitters can basically sit right on it, especially if they know you have trouble inducing chases like Fetty does, so they're going to sit on it first pitch, and that's what I'm hoping we're going to get today is a lot of aggressive action from the Mariners. Give me Jesse Winker, last two weeks, 22 plate appearances against righties, 54 hard hit, 31 bow rate, yes, yes, 294, 353, 10, 56, triple slash, remember that's our triple slash, we're not going to do all the details every day, but I do know we do have some new listeners, which is pretty awesome considering it's August, that's batting average, ISO, and OPS, remember ISO, we're looking at for total base props for extra base hit rate. OPS includes walks, which don't count for total bases, but we need them for jock market and DFS and all that other stuff. So again, a lot of times, what's the answer column A or column B? The answer is both and understanding how to use them. So Winker in that time frame, 452 expected Woba and two home runs. His beef, for me at least, with the total bases is he's extremely patient, right? He walks a ton, and that can hurt you. So I really like Winker in daily play, not so hot on the total base props. Also, give me Cal Raleigh, North Carolina, last 14 days. Also 22 PAR, played appearance against righties. 23 barrel, a 350 batting average, 400 ISO, 1159 OPS, two doubles and two bing bongs. Keep an eye on Raleigh. He's a really great play for, again, daily DFS where you need a catcher. Now, again, I, I think... Jock market is better than that when you don't need a catcher. And how many times have we had great lineups get sunk because you needed a shortstop, you needed a catcher that you didn't really want to play. But DFS does give you the ability to make a big hit. So I think the way to work that into our daily profile, again, I guess this is today's lesson, is the majority of my money by total is going towards something like jock market because the results are played around even, right? We're looking to climb up percentage points at a time, which is where we want to put the bulk of our money. Because of the scope of the work we're doing, right? We're covering every game, we're covering every play. If you're unfamiliar, we, thanks to Patty Mayo, man, we're dropping all the tools, implied team totals, player ranks, pitching sheets. It's just everything. I run the algo, grade the games, every single thing you can think of. So there is a pathway to be playing DFS. Like, I'm down with DraftKings. But because the payout is so disproportionate to the top end, 
I think you keep the risk low, and I've talked about this playing winner take all. So I think a portfolio should look like, you know, it's 60% jock market. It's like 35% prop play where it's all or none, right? Very binary. And then 10% or less, you know, and you play with those dials to get you where you need to go. But that's just give you an idea of how I'm doing where, like, I've gotten beaten but haven't because I float and you're playing different formats. I know it can be a bit confusing, but... That's the world that we live in, being kind of sharp and being fluid, I think, at the center of it. So Raleigh looking really good. Also, Julio Rodriguez, you know, the best young hitter on the planet, waking up last week, six for his last 16 with a home run and a triple. Last two months against righties, 59 hard hit, 19 barrel, and eight home runs. J-Rod is just fine to be looking for him today, especially when the public starts to get off him, right? He get that little stink from, from a bad, you know, last 14, last 30. But again, a guy like him, when he's entering top sign wave, you just get behind J-Rod, that wave could take you to the rest of the year then we're looking for the snakes with sheeps on their back going up against john heasley and those royales with cheese 561 era 156 whip 860 ops on the season fit expected era and deserved era all north of five and a half that's exactly how you get in trouble six percent came on his walk how you get in trouble 50 percent first strike rate how you get in trouble 27 percent o swing how you get in trouble they're just a quick tidbit right on the O-swing, you figure 32, 33 is probably average, so when you're hearing 27, you're 6 out of 30 to the downside, you know, 20% to the downside, that's really when you're getting in trouble, especially with the low first strike rate, which I think those things, right, they should work intuitively together. If you don't get ahead, you better induce chases, or you're going to be ending up in the zone, right? So again, that's how we kind of try and paint the picture of the disciplinary basket, and why I think it's so important, not to say you use all these stats, like more stats, better. No, it's, that's not exactly how it works. But I think there are key stats that do work in accordance. And again, trying to tell you a story more so than trying to look for outputs. So I did paint you the picture of how we end up in the zone. There we end up with an 88% in-zone contact rate. That's against Hazley, where you get a lot of bad math. 44 fly ball plus 48 hard hit plus 11 barrel equals what? 393 expected woba and almost two home runs per nine. You know, all the stuff we're really looking to sink our teeth into. Lefties here to date doing a ton of damage. 287 BA, 411 woba, 591 slug, and nine home runs. The problem is the fastball. And again, it's over usage is always at the center of this. I'm going to end up doing a lot of really cool pitching work in the offseason. I already spoke to a site that's going to look to platform me, maybe somebody you've heard of before. They call that a teaser. That should be a lot of fun because I think we're missing a lot of this. And I'm going to try and put my stamp on this pitching industry of the way that I have, right? I've kind of been out in the front doing the advanced work and now I think that I understand it enough to simplify it. We're going to try and put it in some pie charts easy things to look oh that's a good pitch that's bad pitch but you also need to know offense being used where i'm going is i think a lot of the really young pitchers that struggle or just have one pitch that's dialed up too much dial that one back i don't know what these pitching coaches are doing if you're out there kansas city Royals, i am available for hire i mean geez you guys are a disaster so the four seamer 48 use just you could sit fastball half fastball to lefties hey guys don't even offer at the off-speed stuff, wait for the fastball. 558X, slug 14% whiff. None of those are any good. The diagnostics on the fastball actually do check out 12%, 12%, I'm sorry, 12 inches vertical ride, 8 inches of arm side run. 
neither of those is great, but neither of those is bad. The problem is location. So when you have a fastball at 94, which is good but not great, but the location center hitters know it's coming, so they're waiting for it. Give me Josh Rojas, last 14 days, 42 plate appearances against righties, 85 contact, 417 batting average, 194 ISO, 1087 OPS, four doubles, and a home run. So with the hot, very high BA and the ISO below 25, that's a good play for a base hit prop and a good play for daily jock market pull back on the one and a half total bases right so remember we give it names in the model heads but you have to know where to put the pieces on the chessboard then my dude jake mccarthy one of our favorite more recent ads he's been doing great for us in fantasy squads you know when you get a couple homers you get a couple steals and you get average that's a roto asset last two weeks 41 par 361 139 931 triple slash again the high ba low iso decent ops means Maybe a base hit prop, plus jock market, plus DFS, but no total bases, only three extra base hits in that span. And give me Christian Walker, him we want to center sometimes, not just on recent stats, who's sign wave, right, who's in top sign, but who has the underpinnings here. So we mentioned the bad fastball. Let's look for bad fastball hitters. Give me Christian Walker against those right-handed fastballs year to date. 81 contact, 23 barrel, 14 blast, 427 expected wall by 11 home runs. Christian Walker, excellent pop for a home run today. Keep an eye on him to go yard later on. And then last but not least, give me the bluebirds from north of the border going up against those red laundries from New England somewhere from last I checked, and Josh Winkowski, 519 ERA, 1, 5 whip, 831 OPS, all the attack metrics firmly in place, right? Remember, quick lesson we were always looking for, ERA is the least important, but you're looking for plus 1.4 whip, you're looking for plus like 850 OPS, anything you know above that is really a disaster to the downside. I should even say 825, and then you kind of dive in more, right, and look for the splits, and then try and get over that 850-900 mark on the season. FIP and deserved ERA for Winkowski at five and a quarter or worse. Five and a half came on his walk. Six and a half swing strike leads to the 91% in-zone contact rate. Again, there's that story. He does keep the ball down, 50% ground ball, but, 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 the big shaking butt is 45 hard hit, 10% barrel has led to that one and a half home run per nine. Again, remember, people, these are the things we're going to be looking for. I know I mentioned we're looking for guys that have high ground ball rates, but you're also looking to stay away from the elevated line drive because with the wet mush ball, again, that's back in play, right? So think dead ball, think dead ball. You don't want lift. You don't want the extreme fly balls. Think back to the beginning of the season, that line drive hitters greater than sign fly ball hitters, right? So the guys that are putting the ball way up in the air with the big hang time, they will most likely, this is what it looks like at least, begin to get punished for at least the next couple weeks here on out. You know, that's my best guess. I'm inferring. If you don't think I know what I'm talking about, feel free to fade me, but make sure you take screenshots because I like to be made fun of in case you're wrong. See me, George Springer, last three weeks, 18 plate appearances coming off the IL, but you know, whenever he's playing, he's really, really good. 500 BA, 125, 11, 81 with a 400 X Woba. The 400 X Woba is another really good spot to look for those base hit props, right? Whenever you're putting the ball in play at that good angle, you know, there's control and on base, a guy like Springer leading off, very aggressive where you want to be. Give me Vladito, last 30 days, 99 plate appearance against righties, 56 hard hit, 15 barrel, 333, 87. So he checks boxes for the total bases. Eight doubles and six home runs. Get behind Vlad today. And then I did mention the uh, sinker from Winkowski. Actually, I didn't mention the sinker from Winkowski. I got carried away after the home run. He has a nearly six ERA at home. 
He has a 900 OPS at home. Lefties and righties have a 287 minimum BA. The problem is the sinker. 40 use, 462 X-Log and 6 home runs. Kevin Biggio is a sinker destroyer, so he's going to look to sink the battleship against on the year against right-handed sinkers. 83 contact, 364 ISO, 27 barrel, 13 blast, and 2 home runs. So I like Springer, Guerrero, and Biggio for the Bluebirds. Rojas, McCarthy, and Walker for the Snakes. And Winker, Raleigh, and J-Rod for the Mariners. That's your jock market stack attack for today. All right, let's get up into the fantasy and yo. Get my ducks in a row here. Alrighty, I do. For the audio listeners only, you could jump on over to Twitter at MLB Moving AVG on the Bird app, yo, and grab these images. I think they can be really helpful. Not only do I think they look cool, but it's always this is how you get to the answer. It's been really great to kind of show everybody a bit of the process, and I've seen proof in the pudding with the receipts. People showing me how good their fantasy teams are doing, filled with names that we've got here, right? So Tuesday we're mining the hitter leaderboard. Wednesday we're mining the Pitcher leaderboard. Thursday, you put it together and what do you got? bibbity bobbity boop All your beautiful waiver ads, but we're doing 10, 12, and 15-team ads, and we're noticing some of the players that were on the 15-team ads have worked their way up to the top rung, which means they're viable in every format. And if you added a player that's viable in every format in your 15-team leagues, first of all, that trek up was awesome, and it means you did really good, so that's your just name. It's been Jose Miranda, and it's like Brandon Drury, we have added a bunch of guys more lately. Lars Newbar. We got Michael Harris early on. It's been really excellent. I have Cal Raleigh on all my teams, killing it from the catcher spot. Nick Fortes killing it from the catcher spot. I mean, most of my teams have been decimated with injuries, and most of my teams now are all waiver guys, and we're playing really good. So let's get into the hit or leaderboard again. Don't overreact to this stuff. These are it's not the raw leaderboard, right? These are interesting names that I think you could either add. I don't know if anyone's trading anymore, but names to keep an eye on, or even if it's circle for draft champions in the offseason. We're at that point right now. So these are interesting names inside the top 50 of blast rate. Remember, blast rate is the ideal subset of barrels. J.D. Davis, Joey Gallo, the only two above 10% at 13 and 10, respectively. O'Neill Cruz, Albert Pujols, Nick Gordon, Chaz McCormick, between 8 and 9. O'Neill Cruz finally starting to wake up. Albert Pujols, the sleeping dragon, is awake and given a terrible resolve. There's some of that devil magic for the Cardinals. Nick Gordon, we're on him. He's on a bunch of my teams also, particularly when they're playing the righties. Get with Gordon with the Twins playing every day. Chaz McCormick playing with the Astros. To Michael Massey, 7.5% blast rate for the Royals. He's playing every day. Eugenio Suarez, you know, he's kind of a sine wave guy. So when he's starting to hit, you get behind Suarez to Paul DeJong and Trent Grisham, both of those guys probably available in 12-team leagues, and if you need to stream, you might be able to do worse depending on the matchups. Let's get over to the other side. It's expected Woba, so I know there's a bit of overlap between Blast and X-Woba. I don't want to get hung up for this, but there are no other stats, trust me. You don't want to see the walk leaderboard. You don't want to see the, you know, the take leaderboard. No one cares about that stuff. It doesn't really doesn't really move the needle for anything we're doing. So I think X-Woba is, you know, better, a little better, because it does include on base where Blast Rate's purely contact. If you don't make enough contact, you still have a high Blast Rate, but you're not making enough contact. Expected Woba, you've kind of got to do all those things. Pujols, Massey. Evan Longoria and Loris Newpar over 400. Solano, Rojas above 390. To Emmanuel Rivera, Chaz McCormick, Nick Gordon, and Luis Rangifo all 
Unbelievable. Another beautiful name. Oh my gosh, he's on all of our teams. He stepped in after Olympus Diaz, who we, we got a ton out of. He got hurt. We supplemented with Rangifo. He's been awesome. He's on all of our teams. Second and short eligible. Just love it. This is the kind of work that you need to be doing. So again, people, you've seen it. Hope, 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 hope. This does it. I think maybe that is a good time to ask for a like button. Put your cartoon finger inside me. Get down and press the like button. Pretty, pretty please with sugar on top because it matters more than it should. But... You want this show? Want me to do the work for you? Hey, man, I didn't ask for no money. I just asked for a cartoon thumb. Seems like a pretty good, you know, trade-off to me. More importantly, it's using these advanced statistics under a time-sorted lens to highlight players that maybe aren't popular and have playing time. And that's the best way, right? Little input stats plus playing time equals possible production. No guarantees here, but that's how you find it. So all these players, definitely viable. We'll... Going to make the list on Thursday, uh, Thursday, doing exactly what we do. Keep an eye on that. And remember, if you wanted more of this list, I will post the image directly to Tweetcher, as my friend Rick would say. All right, let's get into the third pillar of... I don't even know if I could call it the third pillar of profit anymore. I mean, that's why originally I changed it to first looks, because sometimes you, know, you want to kind of digest it, make sure you have the best plays. But these are all plays I get action on, you know. Make no mistake about it. It's just been... Just awfully brutal. You know, awfully, awfully, awfully brutal. Awfully brutal. There's no way around it. Dropping every one-run game you can imagine. Errors, dropped ball. It's just everything terrible that can happen happens. You know, barrels not going. and uh, It's just everything. It really is just everything. What was the killer yesterday? Pyrus, F5 team total over 1.5 is murder because I had two base hits in the first inning. Exactly what we were looking for against Odorizzi. Two on, one out. I was like, here we go. Let's just get the double, put the two runs on the board, and move on. We also had the Marlins. That was an easy clear. So I'm not trying to throw away these F5 team totals, but every scoring bet is now affected in my opinion. Remember, we saw it yesterday. We're going to continue to see it. We see the record low OPS, like I mentioned. So... The trend is your friend unless you're not going along with it, right? That's the end of that saying. The trend is your friend. Well, if you're bullish and the trend's bearish, the trend is not your friend. You have to get short. So we're going to get short on offense, and let's do just that. So at the top, I've got Milwaukee Brewers F5 run line. This one is really just betting the board. Corbin Burns is going for the Brewers. He's essentially the best pitcher on earth going up against Tony Gonsolin, who's also pretty good, although I think he's just outperformed a little bit, right? 212 ERA, 0.86 for Gonsolin this season is absurd. I think the indicators probably tell a little bit more of the truth. 3.7 Sierra, 3.7 XFIP. Again, he's a very good, but it's not 212. So I think he's kind of pitched over his shoes a bit. 12% swing strike, very good. 28 CSW, very good. 33 O-swing, this is good. 85 in-zone contact, this is good. But they're they're not great. right? So I think he's had a bit of some batted ball luck, right? 201 BABIP is a good validation of that. So you'll notice I, there is a bet with a minus on it. No, I haven't lost my mind or been kidnapped. It has to do more with Gonsolin being very good and the suppression of offense. And it is the one time I really do say it's all right to accept juice. When you get a run in a five-inning game, I'm not even sure how you value that. It's almost priceless. It's a run. You know, it's a run in a game where you push. So I think here you take it because there is a chance that we push it, right? If you have a kind of a bad pitcher expecting runs against, don't don't pay for the run. Take the push. Take the chance to push and take the plus odds. 
in this scenario where Gonson's very good and the Dodgers are very good, you be got to play to expectations where oh oh one one two two are very 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 likely. Corbin Burns getting 15 ounces, I think I'm very confident in. So if you like the, pl- I think it's plus 110 on the F5 money line, totally viable, absolutely viable. Anytime you get Corbin Burns with a plus money bet, you don't need me to tell you that could hit. Then let's skip down to the next one. I got base hit parlays. Unfortunately, the price is TBD. Josh Rojas, who we laid out before, checks all the boxes for... A base hit prop, right? 400 batting average last two weeks against righties, 1,000 OPS. Everything we're kind of looking for, any leads off. So the extra plate appearance should be in effect. Problem here was the Blue Jay game. Though the starters are listed and there were prop bets listed, I'm not sure what the books were waiting for. It's not out yet. When it comes out, Rojas, I think, was minus 220. So as long as the... Addition of Springer gets you to minus 105 or better, that's a smash. If not, you're going to have to follow along on Twitter or on Patreon. Don't worry, it's not Patreon. I'm trying to shill it. It's all free. It's just a good spot to follow all my work without all the other nonsense, right? It's a very condensed and succinct way to see all the MLBMA stuff. All the tools, implied team totals, matchups, starting pitcher sheet, album scores, player rankings, home run tracker, all that stuff without me, which... You know, sometimes I admit I can be a lot. So give me Rojas and Springer. It should come in around uh, plus 100. If not, again, just keep an eye. I'll, I'll find somebody. We don't want to be desperate, but again, yesterday, Luisa Rice, I think he put the stick on it two a few times. One of the only times you'll see this guy go 0 for 4 when we backed him, and it was against the lefty. It just has been absolutely brutal. Absolutely just the brutalist. The brutalist, the brutalist. Um, yeah, decelerate your risk, people, and fade me at your own risk. Last up. Donkey style. We're going money line parlay. It's Braves and Giants. A bit surprised that this one got us to even money. I just think we have landslides here. It's Carlos Rodon going up against Drew Hutchinson. Rodon, 289 ERA, 105 whip, 578 OPS. Every single earn run indicator below 3, 32% K, 24% K minus walk, 82% in zone contact rate. So he's winning in the zone with the 35% chase rate. He gets him to chase when he needs to. He's looking excellent right now. 6% barrel, 2% blast, half a home run per nine, 270. Expected Wobo, one of the best in the league for Rodone. The Detroit offense is Trashola. They're rolling out Drew Hutchinson, 4-2-3, ERA, 1-4-7 whip, though the indicators tell a different tale. Expected ERA, Sierra, and classified run average, and XFIP all north of five. Double-digit walk rate, 89 in-zone contact, where the Giants offense, not great, but they should do work. He allows a 41% hard hit rate, 9% barrel, 365 X. Woba lefties in particular doing damage. We'll keep an eye on Jock Peterson today, right? Anytime a pitcher struggles against lefties with the Giants, look for Peterson. I didn't have him circled. He is a perfectly cromulent total base prop. So that's one side of it. And then give me the, I'm sorry, the um, Braves there, where we have, sorry about that, everybody. Braves is Max Free going up against the Pirates and JT Brubaker. Sorry, I got I condensed my sheet there. 2-6 ERA, 105 whip for fried eggs, 5 
80 OPS. He's just doing all the things. He looks so, so good out there. He looks like a legit ace. I know fantasy circles were a bit turned off to the K rate at 23, but the walk rate at 4 leaves you with 90% K minus walk, which we absolutely love. The chase rate up near 38, 51 ground ball, 32 hard hit. He's a grill master, keeping it low, keeping it slow. Those ribs falling off the bone, man. Give me Max Freud up against Brew Baker, who's been better as of late, but he's just really a guy. 419 Erie, 143 whip. A little bit too many walks and a bit too many line drives at land and makes a ton of good contact and the offense is far superior to the Pirates. So I think give me Braves, give me Giants. I'm trying not to be spoiled and greedy with the run lines but I think you could also work those into a play also, right? 60% on the money line parlay. If you get it across it makes it a profitable venture. Then you sprinkle in the run lines to look for a progressive payout. Just another piece of advice from somebody who is not winning right now, but I've done quite a bit of winning in my day, man. Multiple years of double-digit return on investment. I'm going to kind of get it stuffed in my face. And that's why I was never really arrogant about this. And I really tried to keep some of the Twitter actions in check. I, I realized, you know, it's celebrating, having fun, and like people are having fun, and they want to see it, and it's good advertisement and stuff. But at the same time, it doesn't really come off great when I look at it. I'd rather be thought of as a boomer, I think. So that will do it from all here at Cork Stats and Mayo Media Net. Get up in the jock market. Download the app. Keep your eye on the Mariners, on the Diamondbacks, on the Blue Jays. We know the Blue Jays are going to be expensive. Maybe not. Biggio, love the Diamondbacks when they come up because a guy like McCarthy is somebody we might be getting really cheap. Same to be said for Winker and Raleigh in the JM Streets. Oh, oh yeah, baby. Follow me up on Twitter. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to the audio only pod grab the image right swipe left swipe screen share that bad boy and while you're there press that like button give us a thumbs up and if you really want to say thanks for the effort we've put in we're down to seven shows i believe you had six after today can you believe it what an awesome season Really, really look forward to bringing you football content here on The Mix. Keep an eye out for that. That playlist is already up. I already have some football stuff. I'm going to be unveiling something again with Patty Mayo later on today that you're just absolutely going to love. If you bet on football, it's a really cool perspective tool on when to go money line, when to go spread, because they're quite literally is an answer to it. It's not so much objective or even to your own you know, opinion. So, all right, everybody. Enjoy your games. Enjoy the day, and when we're done with the book, enjoy that pay, man. Remember, when you work this hard, it feels a lot less like luck, and I will catch you on the flip side, yo. Peace. <laughs>